Marcus, did you manage to pull all that off? I did. Oh, okay. It was tough, man. I know. We had to coordinate pretty uh, pretty, pretty crazily there. All right, but when you, when you listen to my audio, go for the second clap. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you a warning clap so that you would know yeah. that the real clap was coming. The pre-clap, Good to yes. Know. <laughs> thank you, thank you, both of you. Incredible work. All right, you just dive into it. Let's just fucking do it. Yeah. Also, I just want to mention that Marcus in college gave a lot of people the pre-clap, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. What was he? The, was he their their sex partner before they got the clap? Is that what happened? Allegedly, you know. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> You know what Marcus was? He was that first step down before you got to your first STD partner. Yeah. You're like, I'll go with Marcus. And then it was like, from here, I'll go like, anywhere, oh, I no. guess. I guess, I guess my body is no longer a temple. Let me just, just let me just sling it around town for a bit. <laughs> it's ground zero now. <laughs> I'm going to trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one warmer. in the world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alineos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Illenials Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the voice that makes you moist. Marcus. <laughs> well, boys, we uh, we skipped last week. Uh, we're back this week Yep. Uh, to a podcast. That's right, because the public That's is waiting. We they were waiting That's true. for so long. Like, clamoring. Mm-hmm. One could say there was a, a literal uh, outcry, almost. Yeah. A, uh, an uproar, a riptide, a tidal wave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a, a public just sort of uh, uh, almost mass hysteria in the streets. Yeah. I would say it was almost like it was almost a vow of silence because they, they 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 didn't make any noise. But the fact that they didn't made me realize how important it was that we be there. That's right. Amen. So yeah, it's like what monks do. So, anyways, boys, let's talk about Tom McDonald. Mm. Oh, Tom McDonald had a farm. And <laughs> I just, I never knew who Tom McDonald was until about, I guess, 10 minutes ago at this point. He is apparently a, I'm not sure what you describe him. I guess you'd say conservative yeah. rapper, but I guess he doesn't think he is. I don't really know. I can't, from his, I can't really break through his political ideology uh, just yet, but I guess he is uh, an American rap artist. Who makes songs that trigger people? And the most recent one is called Snowflakes, and it is not good. Yeah. That's like on take. a very, like on a technical level, not a good song. No, like the rapping is bad. Yeah, I would say the rhyme scheme is a bit off. I, I would also say it's just kind of basic. Just eh, all right. Yeah, it's kind of like the stuff that like. Your fifty-year-old uncle posts on Facebook, but like with a bit of a rhyme scheme and a, a beat thrown in front of it, it is nothing. Nothing really revolutionary. Um, but he thinks it is. Man, he thinks he's saying some some real hard. And the YouTube comments, these guys are on his side. First of all, this I, I was surprised. I, I went in optimistic. I was like, oh, this is gonna be ratioed to shit. But no, it has like almost 300,000 likes and only 12,000 dislikes. Um, and all the comments are like, oh, everyone who works at CNN was told to dislike this video. And <laughs> they're, they're, they're quoting George Orwell about how people who speak the truth are the ones who are going to get all the, the hate in the world. And I'm like, well, this movie, this, this has 200,000 likes. So he's not the hated person, I guess. Right. Um, 
But yeah, the YouTube comments are absolutely the funniest thing I've ever read. They're the most delusional people on earth. I, I honestly hope some of them are satirical, but considering the amount of likes, I guess they're not. But yeah, I kind of, I, I did die a little bit just, just before we recorded this podcast when I, when I saw that video and read those comments. Yeah, me and Marcus, I experienced it a while back and I showed it to Marcus yesterday and it just, guys, it's first of all, it's hard to pin down his political ideology because he says like three things that are true, right? He has a line mm-hmm. about how black lives only matter every four years and he even steals 100% a line from uh, Boys in the Hood. Remember the line about where Lawrence Fishburne says, why is there a gun store next to a liquor store in every black neighborhood in America? Yeah. Like, oh, he yeah. just takes that, li- that line straight from there. Yeah, he's like, I really like, really like what he said. I just take it for myself, you know? <laughs> and the rest of it is utter garbage. But it makes it so hard to pin it down because he's right about a very select few things. And that's yeah. strange. Basically, he has this general political idea that a lot of white people in america do is like oh it if it's okay to be black it's okay to be gay it's okay to be anything else but if you're a white person then you are automatically racist under everyone's eyes and you're bad and we feel bad about this and that's basically what he's mad about in the whole song i've never uh, as a white man because my opinion matters here i've never felt like someone thought that i was racist uh, I'm not even sure how you would get that vibe from somebody, but if someone did think I was racist, hey, statistically, good bet. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. I, I think History would bear that out for you. I think his issue is that he can't say what he wants to say because they'd be like, hey, what you said is racist, sir. It's like, no. Yeah. Well, it's because he's being silenced by the media, not which is obviously why he was able to make an entire music video that has three million views. Because right. he, he's he's one of these white people who's being silenced all the time. Yeah. <laughs> His favorite movie apparently is A Quiet Place, because that's all the movie's about. Yeah. <laughs> outside forces coming in and silencing good, hardworking, white American Christians. Yeah. Republicans. Yeah, and, uh, taking away all the, the or giving too many abortion rights, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's what the whole movie is about. Just big roving late abortions. <laughs> but yeah, so I yeah, this video was bad, and the lyrics were pretty terrible. And honestly, I, it's like one of those things where I think it's just controversy is all that's getting it views. Yeah, I think that's this guy. I looked through a little bit of his other songs to kind of get a feel for it. I feel like that's kind of his thing is he does want it to be controversial to get recognition. Right. Oh, oh, okay. I remember. I remember a verse he he uh, says in his song. It's something about uh, blaming capitalism for all your problems, which honestly is actually the source of all our problems just yep. straight up capitalism but he after he says that i i clicked the link under the video that took me to his fucking store yep. where he's selling t-shirts for 30 bucks a pop like, ah. say stuff like make america hate again right it's, oh, it's it's insanity also, he posted a Marcus found this. He found uh, he posted a Instagram um, meme that is just him with like mittens on, sitting next to the Bernie meme. We all remember the Bernie meme. Mm-hmm. Of course. And the, the the caption is waiting for Tom McDonald's new video. Like, and what is the joke here? I mean, it's just it's just all people do this. It was like, you know, it's like your fans are like they're all here waiting for something. So they, I guess, you know, it looks like they're sitting sitting and waiting with their mittens on. There's, I don't, I just don't see the joke myself. I mean, there's not a lot. Of, it's not very good, but it's kind of, it's a very, it's. <laughs> so it has the proper format, but it's just not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just okay. something people do. Yeah. <laughs> I, if you say so, man. Yeah. I myself saw it once. Just like, so you're, you just, you kind of like copied Bernie's clothes a yeah, little bit. Chilled Bernie sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy sucks. Also, I just want to say this, and this is my opinion. This is not reflective of Millennials Media, uh, LLC. LLC, uh, yes. <laughs> face tattoos? Only one person is allowed to have face tattoos, and it's Mike Tyson. Everyone else can stop, because he did it first, and the best. <laughs> stop getting face tattoos, people. You don't yeah. look good on you. He did do it the best. Only I have to say about face tattoos is I have no problem with them, but I'm just like, if you ever commit to a face tattoo, you better really hope you're in a solid line of work that is never going <laughs> to need you to not have a face tattoo because 
if the rap career doesn't last that long and you got to become like a, I don't know, an, an office worker, it's not going to work out so well. And here's the thing, though. I I I don't think society should be prejudiced against people with face tattoos. That's oh, obviously yeah. wrong. But you're going to get old one day, my friend. And unlike most tattoos, which are somewhere else on your body, these are right here. That is true. <laughs> we haven't really gotten to the generation of people with face tattoos that have gotten really old just yet. Um, so I'm wondering what that's going to look like. Because mm-hmm. Mike Tyson is one of the—he's one of the old people who has it, but he also is Mike Tyson has a lot of you know good health care because he has a lot of money, so he still looks kind of good for his age. Yeah. So we're not really going to see his truly sag for a while. Is <laughs> <laughs> that something you're waiting on, Seth? The Tyson Constantly. sag. <laughs> I'm always waiting for like the stuff that we've done to our our bodies to in the most recent generations to reach the older generations and mm. see what it's actually like going to do to us you know because i'm very interested in that kind of stuff nice oh, i'm nice. curious too about like how are all these facial piercings going to work when we get older you know yeah and the fact that like we you know we there's there's a new level i mean i'm part of this there's a new level of putting caffeine in your body like we like people i mean i don't do like as far as some people but there's people who have like caffeinated soap and caffeinated gum they eat all day and caffeinated there's caffeinated alcohol there's caffeinated everything i'm just i do wonder because like i mean i i drink a lot of coffee i'm definitely a a caffeine addict but i do wonder what these levels of caffeine are going to do to us when when we're older like is is it is it even going to have a negative effect we don't even know i looked it up one day and they were like honestly there's not enough conclusive evidence of if um caffeine like consumption is going to have a big effect on people when they're older they're like we don't even know yet so that's what i'm waiting for i'm waiting for there's some to be some more research to see like what are we really doing to our bodies you know i don't know seth you, you seem a little hyperactive right now just, mm. I, I mean i just had uh, some coffee before, oh, okay. So. All right. yeah. i'm sorry caffeinated alcohol yep that's that, a thing that does you're combining a stimulant and a depressant what's going on here yeah <laughs> yeah that's they a, put everything a- in everything <laughs> That's a bad. That's a recipe for disaster, right there. If that is, that's alcohol yeah. without the, without the, without the downer parts. Boy, I don't know about all this, y'all. People, I, I, there's like caffeinated like THC gummies, and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're supposed to relax. Isn't that like the 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 recipe for four locos? That's what four loco was. It was an alcoholic energy drink, and oh. guess what? It tasted like dead cement. <laughs> it was the absolute worst thing I've ever drank in my entire life, and I'm glad it's dead. Wow. But did it get you fucked up? It was actually the first alcohol I ever drank in my entire life. So yes, it did oh. get me very fucked up. Oh, no. I, I never had it before. Um, that's I'm surprised you drink it all anymore, Seth. Wow. I know. I, I'm surprised I ever went back. But <laughs> I drank three-fourths of a watermelon four loco. And those cans were huge, by the way. It was way too much alcohol in the first place. Um, and yeah, so I got fucked up and Four Loko is terrible and it's one of the only things that I'm glad is absolutely dead. You know, you gotta imagine there's a, there's a generation of people, not, not evenly distributed, but there's a generation of people whose first experience with alcohol was probably Four Loko. Yeah. Right? For the rest of us, it was a novelty. Oh, it's an energy drink. It's also alcoholic. This is interesting. We'll try this. For yeah. some people though, that was their first. <laughs> yeah. And like the reason I bring this up is because like, you, we've talked about it on the podcast before this, these people like all these old baseball players and all these old you know the people you see on Mad Men who like they were treating their bodies like absolute shit for like years they were just smoking all day and eating like literally just drinking grease basically and then putting a bunch of alcohol on top of it at night and now all these people are having terrible health problems when they get older because they didn't they didn't think about it at all so I do wonder I think we've gotten a little bit smarter but also don't know if the stuff we've innovated on is gonna end up fucking us up later too so that's what i'm interested in i think that having a four loco be your first alcohol experience was like your first sexual experience being a blowjob from an android that shocks your dick it's like your first sexual experience being marcus (laughs) 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 and that's a callback to something you guys haven't heard yet (laughs) smith why did you tell him stop I'm going to put it at the beginning of the episode. They will, they oh, okay, will, uh, cool. It'll be our. It'll, you know how sometimes uh, movies and TV shows have a cold open? That'll be our cold open. You know, like these days, every time you watch a trailer on the internet, there's like a five second small trailer? That'll be this. Why do they do that? I have no idea. It's like, do you honestly think our attention spans are so bad that your little five second pre trailer is going to keep me interested? Yes. 
It's no. like, here's an explosion. Here's a person saying literally one word. Now, yeah. trailer begins. Exactly. What? I don't, okay. If I guess, there must be some kind of dumb fucking like marketing metric that says this drives more clicks or some shit. Yep. Hey, whatever. I don't know. I just wish there was an option to get rid of it. And then because they did it, they, they assumed that it worked. And now all trailers have that. Yeah. Like, oh, it worked. Look at that. It gives me whiplash, honestly. I'm just like, I have to click on a video and then I'm just like, what, 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 what? And then it actually starts, and I'm like, I don't even know what to think anymore. I've, I've been thrown around. I feel like Miles Teller talking to J.K. Simmons right now. Because I have whiplash. <sighs> okay, trailers should always start with that green or red for red band screen that's like, tells you all that shit no one has ever read. Yeah. And then go to the trailer. Anyways, that's my that's my one conservative opinion. Stop fucking <laughs> around with trailers. Yeah. <laughs> Keep them the same. Leave the trailers alone. <laughs> That's right. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. All right, boys. Well, <clears throat> what else is happening? Uh, well, we don't like we we can't we did some preamble about it, but we're not. There's no Elon bad word news today, but there is there is news. a little bit. We'll get to that in a minute. Oh, there is some. I don't actually know the Elon news, but there <laughs> yeah. is some uh some Jeff Bezos news. What's what's going on with the second richest man in the world? Well, Jeff Bezos has said that he's going to use his money and his space company, Blue Origin, to shoot himself in the face. Into space. Oh shit! Not in the face. In the space. <laughs> I, yeah. wa- I wanted the first one. <laughs> I know. Unfortunately, he's going to go to space. But boys, this is actually great news because if the track record of private space travel is what it is going to be, we might not have a Jeff Bezos anymore. Hey, that's true. There's a pretty good hey, it's the one thing like, Elon has done right. Even Elon knows he shouldn't be going to space just yet because those rockets are not great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's um, true. So we can all look forward to Jeff Bezos possibly dying in a horrible fire explosion. Nice. Yeah. I also, I saw an article that was like, you get like the, an auction winner gets to go with Jeff Bezos and his brother. As if anyone knows who Jeff Bezos' brother is. <laughs> Daryl Bezos? Yeah. Bill Bezos. Bill <laughs> Bezos. <laughs> who the fuck is his brother? And who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Can you imagine about being his brother and being just the afterthought in the headlines. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's bizarre. Yeah. I mean, do you think that like Jeff Bezos's brother like badgered him into into coming into space too? Like, dude, come on. Yeah. Exactly. Only this one He's like, thing. remember when. I, you know, didn't embarrass you in front of those girls that time. Guess what? This is, I'm going to space now. This is what I'm doing. So Their mom calls him up and is like, you got to take your brother, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Mm-hmm. Jeff, he's been a good boy this year. So wait, Jeffrey he's... Rachel Bezos. Take your brother to space. <laughs> so wait, he's just going up for recreation? Just yep. chill? I'm sorry, Marcus. Do you think he's going to do science up there? <laughs> yeah, what do you think he's going to do? I thought it was at least a fucking cash grab. Like, oh, I'm going to... I don't even know how he would do it. Bring a moon rock back or some shit. Stream well, on Twitch a, from space? Yeah. No, it's to advertise other rich people that one day they'll get to do it, too. That's that's the that's the money-making aspect of it. Uh, Mostly it's to, it's to, like, dick wave. Like, I went to space on my own dime. Fuck you, Jeff. Right. The only rich people who should get to go to weird places are... Or singularly is James Cameron. Mm, that's true. Because <laughs> we'll get a movie out of it. If we had a hole, like in The Dark Knight Rises, we could drop Richie Fulton to that, and that would be fine with me. That could be a strange place they could go, is the hole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't, think and we would, don't, I don't think that would work, though. They just empty all their money into the hole and climb out. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, they have a, the perfect ladder. Because <laughs> <laughs> they carry it all on them in cash. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Put them in a hole. Just see what happens. We'll videotape it. Reality or television, yet, or better yet, not. We'll go down ten years later and see what was left. Oh man, <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see what kind of societies develop down there. There's like one guy left. He's just whittled tools out of the bones of everybody else. <laughs> Ate every one of them. Just wearing their skins. Yep. So. The Elon Musk news I wanted to tell y'all about real quick is not really Elon Musk. It's about Grimes. Oh, oh, okay. 
I did see someone say the most perfect thing ever, which was that that Grimes is a years-long accelerationist experiment to see how much damage you could do to Western society by sending Boxy to Juilliard. <laughs> and it is, yes, that is exactly what happened. But she went on this rant about how AI is the fastest path to communism. And therefore, we should all get out of her, her boyfriend's way and let him develop a thinking machine. And a lot of people decided to go in and attack her individual points about it, which is useless to me. Because my only point is, Grimes, do you think that your boyfriend is trying to implement some level of communism? Do you, do you think that? And if you do, you're, you don't understand politics. <laughs> you don't understand the economy at all. Right. And I think also, as we've learned, AIs can be just as biased as a human yep. because humans design them and program them. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they think an AI would do to like implement equality amongst us, but it's probably not going to be yeah. at all good. I think that she, I think, first of all, after this, I read more of her political musings, which are just a mixed bag of nothingness. I think that she is trying to say automation more than ai because you know the whole idea even even you know real communists and socialists do believe that a technical utopia where we do have automation among machines and then people are able to um you know carry out more civic duties is important um people like elon musk are not trying to implement that kind of automation but i think that's the point she was trying to like drive but she's just very bad at saying stuff cohesively at all yeah. Yeah, it's a <clears throat> it's a misunderstanding. She's a person who said that she what was it she said she says I'm a socialist but not an says, economic. Yeah, way. I'm a socialist but not economically. <laughs> Which is basically like saying the whole uh what is it? socially liberal economically conservative. Yeah. It's basically that old adage. It's funny because I know enough about history to know that that's how you got the Italian fascists was socialists that ejected the economic part of socialism. Leaving bad stuff, basically, is all they had yeah. left. <laughs> and, it, and yeah, so I, I'm not calling Grimes a fascist because she's probably too stupid to be a fascist. But I'm just thinking that's probably that's what she's that's what she's talking about. Basically, Wait, are you claiming she didn't do her research? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think the spoiled rich kid who does music for fun uh, does her research. Also, the weird thing is, I watched the video. And then the way I saw it was through Anthony Fantano's reaction to it. But then I watched the original video once again, not knowing that it was Grimes because I was entirely uh, convinced that it was a 12 year old child and not, not even not honestly, not even trying to make a joke. When I watched it, I was like, Oh, cause like she has her face painted with like Sharpies or something. And she just looks really young and she was talking in a incredibly stupid young person way. So I was like, is this supposed to be some, some child who's on TikTok that Anthony Fantano just decided to react to? And then when I found out it was Grimes, I was like, oh, well, that's weird. <laughs> I don't know. She just, she's, she's a little, seems a little too young, honestly. But, but, ew, I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. Whatever. I don't even know anything about Grimes. I've never heard a single one of her songs. And yeah, I, it's just weird. I, I have listened to Grimes' music. I think she's a te- she's a competent musician. She makes some some pretty good songs. It's just that, like so many musicians, that's what that's all she should be allowed to do is make music and not talk about other things. <laughs> Millennials oh, no. host Smith tells LeBron James to shut up and dribble. <laughs> wow, wow, yeah. Should I should I specify that that maybe just white artists and uh, okay, and sports players should only get to, to play sports and do music? Uh, I don't think that works either. Because let's let's not forget Kanye got got pretty wild in his political beliefs as well. You know what? Kanye's allowed that. I'm gonna let Kanye have it because we've been able to do it for so long. <laughs> Kanye should have mental breakdown in front oh, of the world true. and be super famous. That's that's, that's equality, my friend. Oh man, that's like what what Chris uh, Rock said about Jackie Robinson. He was like. Jackie Robinson was the first black man in basketball, but we weren't, or baseball, but we weren't equal until the guy who sucked, the black guy who sucked at baseball got into the league. That was when we were equal. The same thing. Kanye might be crazy, but it's kind of a sense of equality because he gets to be crazy on such a big scale that only white people have had in the past. 
That's because he's also rich. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Like, like, as an example of the opposite, or not the opposite, but of this for a white person, I never need to know Eric Clapton's politics. He makes great fucking music, but the more I learn about his politics, the less I like him now. I'm like, really? fuck you, Eric Clapton. Anything about Eric Clapton's politics? What, right. What's going on with him? Oh, super anti-quarantine, COVID's fake, not real. Oh, you know, this is all the media just made it up. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't know this, actually. Yeah, oh. man. Eric Clapton. I... Forgot I I forgot that was Eric Clapton. I also thought Eric Clapton was dead until right now. I remember that's his son. So yeah, that's my B on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, great guitar player though. Oh yeah, really make it. Layla, sing. probably the greatest solo in history, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, the man is not yeah. too great. So Kanye is uh, is black people's Eric Clapton. Congratulations. <laughs> okay. Well. I wonder, do you think Kanye's a better musician than Eric Clapton? I do, yes. I mean, yeah. I gotta say, I gotta agree, because he has more competencies than Eric Clapton. I'm glad, because I'm definitely biased. I have heard very little of Eric Clapton. (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, I've heard plenty of both of them. I mean, Kanye West is my absolute favorite musical artist of all time. All, all All the mental breakdowns aside, I think the man just makes great music. And yeah, I think he's definitely more talented than Eric Clapton. Yeah, I mean, probably Clapton's better at the guitar. Yes, of course. Probably better hey, we don't know. Player. We don't That's know. True. <laughs> that is maybe, true. Seth. Maybe Kanye is hiding his guitar skills from the world because oh, yeah. of just just how good it is. Yeah, Kanye slaps a mean. Also, face. but we also haven't heard of Eric Clapton rap. What if he's really good at it and doesn't want to show people? So I don't know. Actually, oh, I'm smelling a reality TV <laughs> event that we could do. Yeah. Have Friday those two in a room Eric together Clapton. for a month. It's it's wife swap, but it's Eric Clapton and Kanye West lives. Yeah, wife swap. <laughs> Trading places. Okay, yeah, we can we can do this. We can make it work. Um, as by the way, as much as music is a mystery to me in general, anyways, the like the fact that people can play multiple instruments is even more mystifying. Oh yeah, that's insane to me. Yeah, um, you watch a video about some of these like like composers. And they just have a, a room of instruments, and they can basically just make a whole symphony by themselves. And I'm like, wow, that is too impressive. That's crazy how 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 competent you can be at something. Yeah, it's wild. It's like the guy who made fucking what's the game Undertale. He did the music too for it as well. Like, yeah. how the fuck can you do that? How could you both program and do fucking music? It's yeah, all the art, everything. Just not just one guy. Not fair. Too not much fair. talent. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, let's talk about the Supreme Court. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> about that. Uh, unanimous decision uh, supported by President Biden to uh, to keep immigrants that came to America illegally, quotation marks, from getting permanent residency. <laughs> now, tell me, how is this different from if Trump was president? It's mm, not. Yeah, he's just wearing yeah. a different color tie, right? And his name isn't Donald Trump, and that's what people care about. Yeah. Maybe he's a little more competent, slightly. He's more competent at being bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And unless he, he has, he's made an easier route for politicians to be bad. Um, because now there's not even any backlash about this stuff, right. and a less entertaining liar, which is just really disappointing. Yeah, yeah, he's very, very bland. Oh my god, I watched we're on the same like line. I taught, I, I watched uh, Kamala Harris speak in Guatemala, and she basically, oh my god, she literally all these Guatemalans. She's like, if you're thinking about coming to America, don't do it. We will turn you back immediately <laughs> and take your and children. <laughs> exactly. She's like, there's she's like, there are legal ways to come to the country. There's so there are plenty of legal ways. And then I'm like, it's weird that she's saying this in Guatemala. Because it's not like America has any history of starting conflicts in areas like this and pushing people to become refugees because the situations in their own countries have gotten so bad. They would seek to, in quotes, illegally immigrate to somewhere like America. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just the, the stupid look she has on her face the entire time of like, like, I'm giving you the harsh truth. Like, I know it doesn't sound good, but it's what has to be done. And I'm like, you piece of shit i'm so i'm sorry but that is 
what and also what an uninspiring speaker how do we yeah. have two completely bland speakers in, in charge right now because the other guy was literally actively trying to destroy the nation. <laughs> because, once again, say whatever you want about Donald Trump and Barack Obama. Neither of them were bad speakers. Neither. The, I don't even, it doesn't matter what they were saying. You listened. But Kamala Harris, I, it was like a one-minute video, and I got bored about 30 seconds in. I was like, oh my god, this is, I'm asleep already. <laughs> she should have made a TikTok. <laughs> yeah, she should, should be, a, be a classic Vine, six seconds. Oh man, do that Hillary Clinton thing again where she's like, I'm just chilling in Cedar Rapids. Remember that uh, fucking video? Oh god. God. Yeah. You have a quote here from Kamala Harris which says, We, as one of our priorities, will discourage legal immigration. And I believe if you come to our border, you will be turned back. Yeah. Again, that's just how it was during Trump, Obama, Bush. No change there. Same yeah. thing. She's just saying the same exact stuff. And. Here's my pitch to the people of South and Central America about why you shouldn't come to America. Here's here's mine. Uh, our country is rapidly declining and will soon collapse. Do you want to be here when it happens? Because there's a lot of guns and a yeah. lot of crazy people. Mm-hmm. And it is not going to be pretty. Yeah. I mean, have you seen the trailer for that documentary, The Forever Purge? <laughs> <laughs> about what's going on in Texas right now? Uh, who wants to come into that? God. Man, The Forever Purge. Yeah. <laughs> I, I live footage <laughs> I feel like that movie has a real chance to go off the rails though um, so we'll see but I do I'm, hey I'm into the setup at least I'm upset there's no Frank Grillo I was hoping yeah. for Frank Grillo to come back now that we're in the present I'm assuming mm-hmm. um, but yeah I'm, I'm down for the movie I love the Purge movies they're the best <laughs> the Forever Purge that was a great exactly. that's a great line from the trailer uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Purge, if it's, if it's the last one, sure. Let's see what happens. If it's the last one, yeah. Wait, see how much money it makes. Oh, They'll make right. another. Well, the writer of the first ones, he's written all of them, says this is the last one he wants to make. But I guess who knows what will happen with the franchise. We'll see when that, but... that dump truck backs up. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, the, in case people haven't seen it, the premise of the trailer is that Mexico opens their borders for six hours for people to come to evacuate out of Texas. It's, yep. a, it's a fucking Mexico. Wow. They're making a break for it. Well, the premise is that after the purge is over, oh, right, people yeah. in Texas decide, guess what? It's not over. <laughs> We're going to purge forever. Which, oh. what does that society look like? Yeah. If the purge is always happening, you've just invented Mad Max. Yeah, but... Kind of the problem with the movie from the trailer is that the bad guy, the bad guys, the ones who are forever purging, are mad at rich people. They are like, you rich people won't get to hide behind your walls anymore. We're going to come kill you. And I'm like, yeah. that's cool. But wow. I don't know how you're going to carry this out. I mean, they're, they're, it'd be great if they started with Ted Cruz. Just, oh. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> the only problem is they're combining it with racism. And yeah. it seems like the two main Hispanic characters of the movie are trying to escort this rich family they work for to Mexico, which I'm not... I feel like our politics are getting all kind of mixed up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Um, it's kind of like the freaking Far Cry games, especially the most recent ones, how they just literally make no effort to say anything at all, but try to be controversial at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I didn't play the newest one, but I, I watched a bunch of videos about it, and it's just like... So you're making this, like, white supremacist cult, but they're, like, not white supremacists, and they're also, like, not a cult, but they're also, like, bad guys, but they're not that bad. And I'm just like, make up your mind. Show a bunch of freaking KKK uniforms, and let just let people beat the fucking shit out of those people, and make it political, you know? That's funny, Seth. By your description, I thought they were Christians. I was just like, oh, wow. <laughs> well, but they don't, don't they um live in churches and stuff in the game? Yeah, I mean, hey. Marcus, we played the game together on stream. No, that was a. Uh, bu- 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 oh, y'all are talking about. Fuck. Because I was thinking about the. Uh, is it four? Yeah, five. four. Oh, or five. five. Yeah, okay. five. Six. I was, was thinking about six. Out. I was thinking about yeah, six. Yeah, No, 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 no. no. Oh, six is an out. Six has Giancarlo Esposito in it, so it should be good. Yeah. Right. Oh. Well, there's that there's that sequel to five that set post apocalypse post apocalypse like, or whatever. New Dawn or something. Yeah. Yeah. Horizon or Horizon Zero Dawn. I can't remember what it's called. By the way, at the end of Far Cry 5, the, the apocalyptic cult preacher is right, and the world gets nuked. Wow. 
And the two of you survive in a bunker together. <laughs> Wait, all that time cool you didn't strangle him? Just what? Uh, I think you're wounded when you go in there or whatever, but doesn't whatever. It's just so stupid. It's like, hey, at the end of the game, this guy is right. That's the crazy part. It's like he was right all along. The nukes were going to fall. So what the shit are we? What's happening here, yeah. Ubisoft? Once again, I mean, most modern video games do the do the thing where they go out of their way to ha- to try and have no political message at all, which is also one of the strongest political messages you can have, which is saying, I'm just trying to appease to the dollar. That's yeah. it. That's true. Games don't like to to to. They, they, yeah. I think they're afraid to say things, and that's why games like freaking Disco Elysium are rock and roll as shit. It goes out of its way to make large political messages that are pretty pretty aligned with this podcast. And I just, I just never played a game like it in my whole life that like had that much bravery to just say whatever it wanted to. And that's why games like that need to be made. Uh, Marcus, you were to say something there? Oh no, I was deep in thought. I even like it when a game tries to make a point and fucks it up, like Mass Effect. Like, yeah, okay, at least you you went for something, you know? It, you 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 said something at least. It was bad and stupid, yeah. but you tried. <laughs> yeah, you didn't stick you know? the landing, but the lead up was nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, and, and it's like the, like the division is a game that tries not to say anything but says a lot uh, in, in not saying anything. Yep. By the way, have y'all seen this new game coming out called Pal World? Yes. Pal oh my God. World? Okay, so, oh God. It's basically Pokemon, but with guns. <laughs> it sounds insane and great, and I want to play it. It's multiplayer. Like, in the trailer, like, your trainer or whatever is flying with this weird Pokemon thing. Next thing you know, pulls out a freaking AK and starts shooting at like some Team Rocket-esque person on the floor. It's hilarious and I want to play it. How about the part where he holds up that cute sheep Pokemon as a human sheep or an animal <laughs> shield against bullets? And it's crying as it's being shot. It's crying, but clearly it's bulletproof. And so. there's a base building. Oh yeah. But, like, you have these cutesy Pokemon models next to super realistic M16 models. Oh, yeah. What's going on? It's like you It's like you fused Game Freak with the fucking ghost of Tom Clancy, and you got this. <laughs> it's well, so strange. It's multiplayer, and it's coming out in 2022, boys. So yeah. Also, the Millennials Crew playthrough. You can build uh, factories and put your pals to work them as slave laborers making oh. guns for you. Oh, shit, I forgot. I, I thought that was the what the bad guys are doing. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, you see the assembly line where the Pokemon are making guns. Oh, man. I just got to that. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> this game is crazy. Peacock, peacock. I have to play this. It's <laughs> truly bizarre. Yeah, this looks awesome. There's even a Bowser in it. That's cool. Yep. Right. Wow. Hey, you, you see something new every day. For years, people have asked for a Pokemon game with guns, and someone finally went ahead and did it. Yeah. <laughs> they stopped wondering about <laughs> if they could. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm here to tell you, folks, there already was a Pokemon game with guns, and it's called Shin Megami Tensei. Oh, now, if you're listening here for the next five <laughs> okay. hours, okay. let me explain. Um... I'd rather talk about Elon Musk. <laughs> How about Elon Tusk? Dusk. Nah, that's nothing. Mm, that's not good. No, nah, I, I didn't have anything. His name's already Elon Musk. It already means bad smell. Like, what is there more to do? Yeah, right? We really like, did let a guy whose last name is Bad Smell become the richest man in the world. That's kind of on us. How about that, that crypto thing he did with the whole cummies nonsense? Uh? Oh, the cummies? Yeah, the cum coin or whatever. Did he bump, Did he try to uh, pump and dump that one? Yeah, he did. Wow, I heard about that coin. Um, it was one of the it was one of the ones that sprang up after the whole Dogecoin thing. It was one of the, it was like a meme coin. I didn't know he was gonna pump that one though. Oh my god, that's what I'm well, saying, man. If your currency can be influenced by Elon Musk doing well or not on Saturday Night Live, it's not a currency. It's a joke. But go ahead. 
Uh, I was just going to say, apparently there was kind of malicious uh, part of this, this coin where once everyone bought it, cause Elon Musk um, like prompt pumped it up, the people who created it like froze it somehow and then dumped all their coins while it was the high price and, and everyone else fucking got fucked on it. Oh yeah. Um, people who are getting fucked the most by currency are of course the poor people. Um, there's lots of people like Elon Musk and others, um, famously Dave Portnoy, the president of like Barstool Sports, whatever the fuck that guy is. He was pumping a coin called like Moon Base or something. A lot of celebrities um, have been pumping coins as well. And a lot of the times the, they'll get promoted to say it. <laughs> Soldier Boy got, uh, got a paid promotion to promote this coin on Twitter. And he just, because a lot of times when they give you these deals, they'll be like, oh, tweet this at like this time. And he was so lazy, he just copied the whole thing. So it said the tweet and it said, tweet this at four o'clock PM. <laughs> it just had the whole thing on there. Um, and then a lot of people will buy it because, they, oh, the, oh, the celebrity thinks it's so cool. I'll go buy this coin. And then they immediately lose all their money. And there's even some that have been open scams. People have bought this cryptocurrency and they'll go to the site the next day and it'll just say, we took your money. See you later. Nothing you can do about it. Wow. And yeah, there's no regulations. There's no regulations. So you're pretty much going to steal your money. And these people, these celebrities are getting, you know, poor people to give some money to it. And in the end, the poor people are just getting fucked because they just lose in the end. So it's fucked. You know what, though? I can forgive Soldier Boy. And I'll tell <laughs> you why. Because he did do one incredible thing with his life. And that was utterly and completely destroy Jonathan Blow. And, oh, yeah. And uh, break his brain. I love the compilation of <laughs> Jonathan Blow talking about his game, and then it re- immediately cuts to Soldier Boy talking about it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love that so much. Like Soldier Boy is like, there's no really, there's no point in this game, really. And then and Jonathan Blow's life crumbled in front of him when yeah. he heard that. <laughs> he he like, so many times says this game has no point. <laughs> and Jonathan yes. Blow is just crying. <laughs> I mean, Jonathan Bow is one of those guys who deserves all the smoke that he gets because he literally replies to people on the internet. Yes. Get a life, Jonathan Blow. You literally make incredible video games. Get a life. If I could trade Jonathan Blow to have Phil Fish back, I'd do it in a heartbeat. At least Phil Fish oh, is entertaining. Man. I love Phil Fish. We, we lost him too soon. I mean, Phil Fish's um, uh, mental breakdown where he called for the, for the murder of the cop that killed uh, Michael Brown. At least that was worth something. Yeah. Jonathan Blow just gets mad if you if you don't like his video game. Or if you don't like it the right way. Yes. If you like it, but not the way he wants you to. He has put essays long comments on good reviews of his game. Telling them why their good review was not about the right stuff. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah what an and he, that is, man is not mentally healthy i don't care how smart he is he is not mentally healthy not at all oh man marcus what are you researching over there oh i just wanted to see this jonathan blue video <laughs> <laughs> marcus closes five tabs about cummies Listen. He's like, I thought it was something different. <laughs> I did, so shut up. Quit <laughs> <laughs> <But> exposing me. <laughs> also, Jonathan Blow, another guy with a name that we just should have shook our heads at and said, you can't. It, yeah. You know? Mm-mm. No. You're not allowed. Uh, okay, so this is pretty interesting. In Peru, the election for president just got done with, and the leftist won by a fucking hair. Like fifty point yeah. one percent to ninety four ninety forty nine point eight. Like holy shit, so close. Yeah. Jeez. And by the way, this woman Keiko Fujimora or Fujimori is a fucking Nazi. Like her dad oversaw death uh, programs in Peru and then fled to Japan because he's Japanese as uh, when he was president of Peru. And then now she is running over his same party and almost won the election. Like that's not great. Wow. I mean, the same thing happened here, so... I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) You know what, Marcus? You're goddamn not wrong. Like, how are are all the shitty people getting this close to to fucking getting office? Like, I know there's tons of shitty people already there, but fuck. It's only gonna get worse. 
that was the funniest thing to me. People were like, oh, Donald Trump's running for president. It's funny, but he'll never be president. And then I'm like, what's stopping him, though? Because you guys keep saying this as he keeps getting more popular. So, yeah, it just happens. You remember someone saying, hey, guys, it's okay. The Republicans at the convention, they'll literally just make a rule that says no one named Donald Trump can get the nomination. (laughs) (laughs) They did not do that. They didn't do that rule, no. And are currently um, basically selling themselves out to him completely. So, well, certainly some of them are. Have y'all seen that? Like the, the the newest line off the Bush assembly, like does not mention his father or his his. Was, I don't know who I. What a, they're all somehow related to him. He mentions not anybody else in the Bush family, but does praise Donald Trump in this ad for why he's running for Congress or whatever. Wait, there's a new Bush. Of. Yeah. God, I, I never can keep up with the new models. I didn't know about Jeb until like three years ago. <laughs> and this was George P. Bush or something like that, which, I mean, come on, guys. P. Bush, P. Bush. come on. <laughs> come on, guys. We got Musk, Blow, and now P. Bush? Come on. They're it's making them out of factory, man. <laughs> yeah, we already let two presidents be named Bush. I mean. Yeah, that's definitely too many. Yeah. That is true. You're not wrong there. So, I mean, we almost would have got a butt chug fucking uh, steal the election. Yeah. And now, man, well, I always get so mad thinking about that guy. Cause it's just so boring. Unless he's eating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eats like a fucking <laughs> inmate. He eats like a rat. He looks like yeah. a rat. Eats like a rat. Like, yeah. he is a rat boy is what he is. <laughs> Uh, man, the man has rat DNA. I'm convinced of it. Did you guys uh, see that clip of that girl interviewing Andrew Yang, and he claimed that he likes a bunch of Jay Z's music, and she asked him what his favorite Jay Z song was. Oh, God. what did he, what did say? he say? He didn't. He just uh, kept vamping. He was like, "Wow, what is my favorite?" You know what? When I think, what is my favorite Jay Z song? Yeah, they're just all so good. Remember the ones he did when he was when before he was with Beyonce? Uh-huh. Hey, Beyonce, she's there. And then he just never answers the question. And I'm like, wow. Amazing. Wh- that's like bullshit? Kamala Harris saying she smoked weed listening to Snoop Dogg ten years before he was even a rapper. Yeah. Right. Actually I did see somebody, uh, I saw a video of like New York mayoral candidates and it went it went down to like, I mean we're talking about we're talking about the dregs of the mayoral yeah. candidates. And they were asking, What's your favorite New York movie? And a lot of folks said, you know, stuff like, I can't even remember, Godfather, stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Can't but get New York. Guy, for, by the way, just real quick, okay, but this this one guy, he says his favorite New York movie is Taxi. You talking okay. to me? Yeah. Taxi. He says that. He says that. Taxi. <laughs> oh, that's the, the full quote. <laughs> the person corrects him. Do you mean Taxi Driver? He says, Taxi Driver, yeah. Good movie. <laughs> I thought he meant the show it. with Danny DeVito. No, he's talking about the, with the fucking other guy. Taxi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was too much for anyone to like fucking Spider-Man. Just shit. Damn, that's Marcus, that's your pull. You know what? I can't complain too much because I thought about it. What's my favorite New York movie? It's obviously Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> the live action one. Oh, that's Spider-Man the best two. New York movie. Go Ninja. Go I think Spider-Man Ninja, 2 go. is the best uh, New York movie. And you're Spider-Man entitled to your opinion, even if it's wrong. It's okay, though. <laughs> Did Street Sharks ever have a movie? <laughs> That's a good question. Was Street Sharks at New York? I mean, with all the pavement they're swimming through, it had to be. With all oh, with all that pavement, it couldn't be Pittsburgh. It nope. couldn't be, no. <laughs> Pittsburgh, dirt York. roads as far as the eye can see. <laughs> yeah. In Chicago, as we all know, the roads are just straight up poop. That's all it is down there. Just all they got in Chicago. Liquefied hog shit. No like pavement down there. Chicago, am I right? Shit. Yeah. Yeah. We're not Chicago like, fans on the podcast. Like the shitty city. Yeah. <laughs> what is, what is the windy city? Who gives a fuck? I actually found out why that's the windy city and it's actually dumber than I thought. I thought it was because Chicago was very windy. Guess what? That's not why it is. Apparently it's called the windy city and you can fact check me the specifics. But a person who's from Chicago told me that it's because a bunch of the politicians were people would say they were like they they just blew a lot of air, they didn't do anything, <laughs> and they made a lot of wind. So it was the windy city. God. Ugh. That's even better than I could have imagined. Holy shit. I mean, fuck, we're a windy country, baby. Woo. 
Chicago just sucks, man. What is the point of Chicago? I mean, I think Chicago is pretty great. I mean, my favorite musical artist of all time, Kanye West, is from there. So, mm. you know, pretty Chi-town. pretty cool. Yeah, Chi-town. Murder Capital. That's the thing. That's the thing. You know, it's so weird. Before I knew who Kanye West was, and I knew what Chi-town was through him, I knew Chi-town from a different source. And that is the old 1990s tabletop RPG rifts. Because the guy who made the game lives in Chicago, Chicago, after the apocalypse, becomes the center of America. And the new government works out of Chi-Town, as they call it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of us read riffs after we learned about Kanye West, so that's, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's, great. That's how we, the order we found out about it. Mm. So, yeah, that's, I was like, why is Kanye West rapping about uh, this city from Rifts? What's going oh, it's on also here? got the bean. And the bulls. So yeah, there's some stuff Chicago's got. That is true. Who cares about the bean though? Really? I I will not stand for bean slander. Really? The number one reason I'm gonna go to Chicago sometime soon is to see the bean. Right. And Smith, I don't know if you know, but there's like a huge, like hilarious like art controversy with the bean. What? <laughs> what? What's going on with the bean? <laughs> Give me that, a, that that sweet bean gossip. Oh god. Yeah. So I'm like, God, how old is it, Seth? Because like, I don't even between it. like these two artists, yeah, and it's like the dude who made the bean like banned one artist from coming to see the bean. Yeah, <laughs> so there's like some bad blood. <laughs> you can't fucking come to it. He's like, fucker, like you can stop. <laughs> Are there security guards? Yeah, with this guy? No, they having one no, guy's no, picture no. on their phone. But it was great because do that, not serve this man. Yeah, because that dude invented um like a color an exclusive color pink what i don't he know he invented was, a color he, in- he invented pink <laughs> he oh invented, my god like, a pink exclusive color and he was yeah. like you know what fucker i'm gonna come to your bean and paint your shit with my exclusive fucking color like a terrorist threat <laughs> yeah <laughs> i will come to your city and i will paint your bean pink and, yeah. <laughs> it's so hilarious and then the fucking bean dude like he he like bought the rights to Vanta Black, which is like the blackest black. He was like, "Ha ha! I've got Vanta Black, and you can't fucking use it." Fuck. Yeah. And he was. I will license it to anyone like, who's not you. Right. <laughs> and obviously, he got someone in there. He's like, "Oh, oh, who got all this Vanta Black? Oopsie." Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fucking great. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> If I got anything great. wrong with that, I apologize, but go for it. Research. It's hilarious. Yeah. This sounds like the dumbest super like <laughs> villain fight of all time. Like the real low, low stakes. Like Lex Luthor don't get a bed for this shit. Like well, when your medium no offense, but when your medium is art, you gotta you only find so many ways to really fuck with each other. Like right. the fact that he has a nemesis is amazing to me. Yeah. It is. It's so great. I imagine he just sits atop the bean all day and waits for this guy to come up. <laughs> Like, at least Vincent Van Gogh's nemesis was the universe, you know? Like, he had a, a truly worthy foe, and not just some other fucker he hated. Actually, uh, apparently it's because the Bean Dude's a real asshole, but the the guy who's against the Bean Dude is pretty cool, because he, like, I mean, makes colors and sells them to everybody and shit. I mean, if you make a piece of public art and you're like, I'm not gonna let this one guy see it, you're probably not the good guy in the story. <laughs> yeah. That's like that's literally like something I think Donald Trump would say. He would right. be like, "I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna shit. make this monument, but Mike Bloomberg isn't allowed to look at it. <laughs> like, he can never look at it. Half of it. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> but guys, what if the one band artist was a pedophile? Ooh. He was like, everyone's like, God, why'd you ban him? What was the reason for years? He says nothing. And this whole thing develops with a controversy. And he finally just says, cause he's a pedophile. And then everybody has to be like, oh shit. But what if he does an Elon Musk where he calls somebody a pedophile and has no proof at all? <laughs> Even better, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, this is so weird. I just remember the only thing I know about the bean is that in the game Watchdogs, the bean is copyrighted, so they couldn't use it in the games. So they used something that just looked like the bean. Oh man, it's that, that artist again! He's just right. like you can't even put it in a you can't even put it in an accurate representation of the city. 
Well, what I found out is that so many buildings in real life are copyrighted. Their images are copyrighted. They can't yeah. be used in video games. Like wow. basically all of Chicago and Watch Dogs is made up skyscrapers because they couldn't pay them to like license it. And in fact, in like the division, they have a completely fictional federal response agency to crises because they can't use FEMA because you got to pay FEMA to use their name. What the? Oh, so weird. Why are, like, why, and also, you can't use, like, the NYPD's, like, like logo. That's copyrighted. And you, you can't use that either. I thought they were a public agency. Like, what? Like, in, in the division, they have a different thing. It's not called the NYPD. It's called, like, the NYDP or something like that. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. The New I York mean. Double Punch. <laughs> the <we> NY, <laughs> uh, Director of Photography. That's right. Yeah. It is funny that on every film set, there's a guy who's the DP. You just get to go around and say, oh, hey, it's the DP. Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to be the best boy. Yeah. Nobody's what, better. What does a grip do? Grip on his stuff. Hold the... <laughs> Makes sense. Hold the little, uh, little mic, the boom mic, which, by the way, is actually incredibly hard work. I had to do yeah. it. I do it on a very small scale for college level projects, and I honestly thought I deserved a million dollars for doing it for more than ten minutes. So I think I think the the, the grip should be paid more than the actors because <laughs> that shit is hard. Got whole thing up. Got to be careful. It's it's a fragile piece of equipment. That's yeah, right. and you can't let it move too much because it changes the way the audio is recorded. So you have to just be still and like that's a, even a little bit of weight doing the, do, holding your arms as high as you can for a long time mm-hmm. sucks. Where's the where's the stand for that thing? That's like a mic stand for it. Yeah, I know. I don't know Is it because of the way it has like dynamically moved. We haven't figured out a a robot for it yet. I guess. Mm. But once we do, all these grips are gonna be out of jobs. So <laughs> it's all it's on you, Marcus. All right, <laughs> rip it away. You gotta have the best boy come up and encourage him. You're doing a good job. Don't worry, man. Yeah, you're yeah. the best at this. <laughs> Get some of the other grips over here. Do you think there's like a best grip? Like there's not not like a best position, but there's a guy who's known in Hollywood as being like yeah. the greatest grip of all time. They're always like, God, I wish I was that guy. <laughs> look at look at look at his grip. Yeah. Look at it. Oh look at him. he has like normal forearms <laughs> and just like his hands are twice the size of his head. It's like <laughs> And each of his fingers is, has like biceps. Yes. <laughs> like he could kill you with his finger. And he could just put it in your in like under your chin and like go yeah. up and you, you hit your brain and die. Yeah, he he could art of self defense you. Yeah. Any, any fans of that movie out there? <laughs> All right, boys, let's wrap it up with what are y'all doing? What are what you been doing that's fun? Seth, nothing. I haven't been. Uh, I watched the new Conjuring movie. I went to a theater. I went to. We both went to a theater last week and saw yep. the new Quiet Place, and then I went and saw the new Conjuring. Um. Any of those are it's fun being back at the movies. So was that was that scene that was bad in the trailer, bad in the movie? It was a little bit better, but I, I was surprised it was still kind of bad. It, it was definitely better. Um, but yeah, I was also kind of upset this one wasn't directed by James Wan. It's the first yeah. one he hasn't done. Um, it had some of his trademark uh, photography stuff that makes the first two so good, but not enough of it. It was still a fun movie, but it's not as good as the first two. Marcus, Marcus? about you. Uh, I think I talked about Knockout City already. Oh yeah, I want to play that. It looks really fun. Oh yeah, it's so fun. Just falling people in the face. It's amazing. Uh, outside of that, I've just been watching Twitch and stuff. You know, nice, chilling. And Still sixteen the, animes. The titty streamer that you like so much. Listen, <laughs> I can't remember her name. Amaran. Shut up. Oh. <laughs> Indie Fox is good too. But oh, anyway. okay. Got it. There's a new one in the rotation. <laughs> uh, I have been playing uh, Shimagami T Tensei Three Nocturne HD Remaster. Still, is that what the cool kids are calling it, Shimagami Tensei T. <laughs> yeah, it's the one that has testosterone in it. Yeah. And um, also, had they finally put the third or fourth, depending on who you ask, part of JoJo's, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure on Netflix with the yes. English dubs. I'm watching that. Pretty good. Like the smaller scale, you know, setting and the more localized stuff with the weird shit. Pretty nice. Yeah. And I also, today, just decided during my lunch break, just binge all of the new episodes of Love, Death, and Robots. Ooh, and nice. less ambitious than the first season, I think, but overall, not bad. Nice. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. I recommend it. 
That's it for me, y'all. I think we're good. Yeah. I think that's it. That's an episode. That's out. So this has been the Illegals Podcast. I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MC Surf. I'm Seth. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch at Part Time Pretzel. I'm Marcus. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. And I also and occasionally do art for podcasts. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He's been on the show before. Uh, he has his own podcast called Southern Smatno, and they talk about wrestling, and they're from the South. If that sounds interesting, go check it out. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him get under it. Fuck Jeff Bezos in space. <laughs> uh, when I can't think of one, I'm just going to default back to capitalism is literally the source of all your problems. There you go. <sighs> um, we have stopped trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the Lenny's podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.